Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today once again on the Janice Dean Podcast. A few weeks ago, I had my friend Kathy Lee Gifford on the show to talk about her new book, The Way, and how spreading the message of God is something she feels she was meant to do. I absolutely love talking to her about her journey with God and how her faith guides her in everything she does. We talked a lot about forgiveness, and I asked her how I could forgive Andrew Cuomo for the terrible leadership decisions he made that I believed affected our families when he signed a directive to put over 9,000 COVID-positive patients into nursing homes during the height of the pandemic. Kathy Lee told me that forgiveness is a big part of her faith because Jesus forgives us for all of our sins. There were headlines online and then comments about our conversation that led some to believe that she didn't know about what happened to my family and she was letting the former governor off the hook. If you had listened to our conversation, you would have learned that Kathy Lee was trying to help me take the burden off of myself and to let go of those feelings of anger and hurt. That forgiveness would set me free. She agreed to come on the podcast again to talk about our interview and to expand further on forgiveness and how as humans we must be kinder to one another. I thank my friend Kathy Lee Gifford for joining me again today. Okay, my okay, friend. Okay, let's do this. I, I love that you came back. I grabbed you from the green room because you were on Fox and Friends and we're such good friends. And I wanted to talk about something that kind of went viral. We had a podcast a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and we were talking about your new book. Yes, The the Way and The God of the Way. The new book, is, the book's called The God of the Way and The Way is the movie that goes with mm-hmm. it. Yep. And I brought up the fact that, you know, you believe in forgiveness and, and that is... Not for the person you're forgiving, but it's for the person that carries the weight of like anger or in my case, anger and grief when it came to Andrew Cuomo. And it was an innocent question because I wanted to ask you how you forgive someone that really I feel hurt so many people, including my family. Um, And then, you know, I think people read the headline and it said Kathy Lee urges Janice Dean to forgive Andrew Cuomo. And People didn't read the article and they didn't listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so they were angry. Why should she forgive Andrew Cuomo? Look at what he did. And and I was hurt by it because we're such good friends. And you meant that for me, not for him. You know, it, it, um, thank you, Janice. You know, I, I was in Israel when that came out. I, was, I just saw a headline and I went, oh, oh, why is this a why is this a news story? Right. Because in context, we were talking about <clears throat> your healing. Yes. Your healing from not only the grief of losing two people you love very, very much, but your, and, and I said even to you, your sense of justice. You want justice for all of the families who lost loved ones. Mm-hmm. And for, you know, and, and too many of our politicians use their power for all, all kinds of different reasons. And I was trying not to be political about it. I was trying to just say this, We've all had unjust things happen to us in yes. our lives. How are we supposed to deal with it? So, so yes, forgiveness is at the absolute core of the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. The Judeo-Christian faith is what I believe in. I am a, a Messianic, or some people would say a completed Jew. I am a Jewish woman who believes that Jesus is the Messiah. And no 
living example of love ever walked this earth more than Jesus, Yeshua did. And he lived by forgiveness, hanging on the cross with people jeering at him, saying, you saved others, you can't save yourself, you know, just mockery. People don't even realize that Jesus was naked. They, that was part of what the Romans did. They stripped you bare naked just to further humiliate you. And not only that, but to warn other people that were passing by because they, the Romans would line their streets. The most, the most uh, uh, traversed road is where they put up hundreds of them, hundreds of the people that were causing trouble, stripped naked, bare left to die, and, and at eyesight, not up on a hill, no, eyesight. So you you got to see the suffering as you're walking by. Mm-hmm. He forgave them from the cross. Forgive them, Father. They don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing like that story. I am not capable of that kind of forgiveness. You know, I, I'm not God, but I follow him. And he gives me strength to do things that I cannot do in my own humanity. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was trying to say for you, because I know we have been talking throughout this this whole process and how how low you would get and how discouraged you would get and uh, especially discouraged when you couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel for for covid and for um and the judicial process to perhaps you know uh, come to some sort of a an end one way or the other what's the answer is anybody going to leave is anybody going to lose their job is anybody going to say i'm sorry accountability I mean, accountability and we have less and less and less of it all the time yeah in, in our world, in every way, in almost every institution we used to have faith in. I have none anymore. Mm. I have faith in Jesus, and that's it. Wow. That's it. And us uh, from living a long, long time and seeing a lot of garbage go down the pike and, and, and being disappointed uh, over and over and over again in human nature. You so know, I wanted it for you, sweetie. Of course, and I understood that. I'm a very forgiving person when someone admits they're wrong. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I always said that if Cuomo had called families, if he had said, I made one of the biggest mistakes of my career, I'm going to spend the rest of my career making it right. If he had written condolence notes, if he had done something that showed that he was remorseful, I would have forgiven him. Right. I would have. No, I get that. I understand that. And I hope to get there. My point is, I'm not there yet, but I so appreciate that message because it would be a great relief on me, mm-hmm. you know, if, mm-hmm. if I, I know, sweetie. Yeah. And I want, I want that for you. I know that if I could, if I couldn't have forgiven my husband, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's what happens is the root of bitterness takes hold. When we hold on to something that has happened to us, some, some injustice, and we do not forgive, uh, it becomes almost like a cancer that takes root and t- then takes over. Yeah. And, and and Jesus talked a lot about that, you know. No, no, no. That don't that be beware of that. And and somebody once said to me, if you if you had the cure for cancer, would you tell everybody about it? And I go, well, of course. What kind of a human being would not tell suffering people, I've got the cure for you. Here, let's get it. Let's get you. I feel like I have the cure for the malignancies in our souls. Mm-hmm. And it, and it has a name. His name is Yeshua Jesus. Mm. And he, um, if we follow his example, you know, I have dear atheist friends who, who do not believe that Jesus was the son of, the, of God or the savior of the world, but they say no greater life was ever lived 
And no greater example of how to live life was ever exemplified more than Jesus. So let's just do what he said to do because he was right all the time. Yeah. You know, just forgive. Even just say the words. And an and amazing thing happens. The minute you forgive, hate cannot live where love does. Hmm. When you choose love, the love of God, even for a person that's done you wrong, it's really about God's love for that person. We can't manufacture on our own, but we can we can say, Lord, help me forgive this person and help this person find their way in life. Help them see what they've done. Help them see ways to make it right, Lord. Start, you know, it's not, then it's not about us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm preaching to my own choir. There are things in my life right now I'm struggling with, you know, forgiveness about. Mm. But it, it always just brings me back to that same place of, Lord, you've already told me what I'm supposed to do for my own good. Yeah. Let's talk about the hurricane because yeah. a lot of people are dealing with loss and hurt and getting up and not having their house, their yes, belongings. all their familiar things. Oh, my goodness. I just, you know— Covering something like that and trying to warn people of a force of nature is is hard. And then afterwards, you do see the goodness in humanity coming out. Sometimes you know? it's the only place we see it, you yeah. know, immediately sitting stranger helping stranger. I love those stories. They give us hope. They do. What do you tell the people in Florida who don't have anything right now and need to hold on? You know, all I can do is say you aren't alone. Obviously, you're speaking to someone right now, so you're not alone. There is there are, there are human beings who truly do care about you. I sent a check to Samaritan's Purse because I know I know the family. I came to know the, my faith came through Billy Graham's organization, and and I got tired years ago of sending money to these huge, huge organizations. That later I'd hear about what they were spending uh, on their galas and on their whatevers, and then what 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 how much of the money was actually going to the people that they say they cared about. Be careful where you send your money. Mm. You know, just, I'm not telling you who to send it to. I'm just telling you who I sent it to because I also know they do it in the in the love of the Lord. Mm. They they take care of the whole person. They don't just feed them. You know, they 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 love on them and share God's hope with them while they're feeding them. And however you can get help, I'm all for. But just watch. I want to be a better steward of my money. I have less of it like everybody else every day because of inflation. Mm-hmm. I want to be a good steward. So um, people who've lost everything, you know what? It's it's sort of like interesting to me that whether you were in a mansion in Marco Island or, the, or in Naples or so many of these people that live in the in the trailers, the mobile homes, you know, it, what you have is what you have, though, and it's precious to you. And it's memories. And it's, you know, we we define so much in our world in a monetary way. Mm. But but the true valuable things in life are not the monetary things. You know, a person who's elderly and living in a mobile home and whose husband has died or something and had one picture of her husband and that's gone. To me that that makes me cry. Yeah. You know, we'll give we'll she'll, we'll find a way to get her a, a new place to live. But she doesn't have that picture to comfort her anymore. And that's that's when the love of the Lord comes to you and you ends up and you know what you say to yourself I'm going to spend more time with her yeah I'm going to spend more time with her and let her sit there and talk to me about him tell me her memories let's get a let's get a, a painter in here somebody that can draw from just and and have her describe him you know yeah. and and 
and it's amazing that that's what people do when they're you know looking at um, uh, these horrendous crimes. You know, there are people that are able to to conjure up. Oh, yes, that's exactly how that person looked like. Mm-hmm. Just nice, just so she can have something she could hold. Yeah. I'm just saying, when you give these kinds of 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 issues to the Lord, He will get. He will show you ways that will blow your mind. You go, Lord, yes, I couldn't do that. I think I think it's the helpless, the hopeless, hopelessness is fed by helplessness. Yeah. When we feel like I can't do anything for this situation, this is what can I do? I'm just one person. I don't have a lot of money. I'm watching what I I, I can't buy baloney right now. But we can always love someone. We can always say a kind word. And that doesn't cost a thing. It doesn't. Except for our will. It can change a day, an outlook. And a life. It can. It can change a life. You know, years ago, when we would hear these horrendous stories, they were rare. They were rare. And we'd, it would tear us to bits. It would, we'd cry over the cruelty that was done or the whatever, the child disappearing and being murdered. You know, we just Now it's every day, all day long. And, and we have to inure ourselves almost so that we don't live in a place of helplessness constantly. So just by human nature, we, we, we start building walls around our hearts so that we don't get hurt all the time. We don't get hurt all the time. And I do the same thing. And then I realize all of a sudden I will hear a story of kindness, mm. which we don't hear every day. And it it just shatters me. Yeah, I sob my eyes out over the beauty of it. You know, it's it's just so rare. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll have more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. I think we have to open our eyes to it, right? I think, yes. Like you said, we build walls to protect ourselves. But if you look for it, if you look for the kindness, it will be there. Be the kindness. Yeah. We have to look start. Look for it and be it. Because it does act like a domino effect. If someone's good to you, you're going to pass Pay that it along. forward. That's exactly right. Yeah. But there are people right now and people that are listening to us who say, you know what? I haven't checked on that lady down the street. I'm going to do that today. Whether you're a so-called religious person or not has nothing to do with it. I am not a religious person. I'm a relationship person. I have a relationship with the living God that just propels my every moment. Every moment. I don't go to a building on Sundays. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. But it's not not where I worship. I worship every day, all day. Mm. And... um, and, you know, I can go down the street. If I can walk, I can get down there. I can, you know, I can, I can do that for someone. I can hold the door for someone. I can help someone with a package. I can, I can see a, a young mother struggling with her, you know, three children and say, can I help you just across the street, people? Yeah. We're in such a hurry half the time, we don't even see the need around us. So that's a prayer. Then you say, Lord, I'm guilty of this. Slow me down. Slow me down long enough to get my eyes off of me and onto other people. The way I was able to forgive my husband was to think about my children. The way I was able to forgive the man who, who you know, so cruelly and, and unjustly accused me of sweatshops violations. I got my eyes on people that actually are, have been hurt in sweatshops. And I was able to change laws. 
you know, I was able to go up and shame the uh, the people who deserved it up in Albany. Yeah. The people who had, had that they, they, there was a hot, something called the Hot Goods Bill that had languished in Albany for nine years trying to get it passed so that this, the goods that were found in when, when sweatshops were discovered, they could confiscate. The government could confiscate the goods and then use that money to 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 help the people that were actually working in those facilities. Yeah. And I so I, I went up there and within nine minutes, it seemed like. But in nine. Yeah. Right away. They, they, they passed the hot goods bill. So good came out of something that was evil. Yeah. You know, when Joseph's brothers sold him into slavery and then he saw them later and he was the, the, one of the most powerful people in all of Egypt. He said to them, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. So let's take the things of the world, everybody. And again, I'm preaching to myself right now. <laughs> let's take the things that the evil one wants to use to steal, kill, and destroy others in this world we live in. Let's turn it around and bring beauty out of the ashes in people's lives. We talk about the storms. The storms come and they, they give such destruction, but they also sometimes clear a path for a more, you know, to, for clarity. Like, or a better view of things. Yes, and a different path sometimes yes. for people to take. That's exactly right. And Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. You will have tribulation. That's, so, that's just the fallen nature of the world we live in. He said, but, but take heart. Have courage. And the, the, the word in, in Hebrew is kanah. Get, get a hold of your kanah like they did when they were taken over the promised land. Grab onto your kanah with a prayer in your heart and, um, and say, Lord, yeah. Yeah, I can do all things through you in every season of my life because you're, my strength comes from you. I, I'll eat my Wheaties and do my man do in the morning and all that stuff, do my exercising. But my ultimate strength, my, that, that stuff that gets you through the, the storms in life comes from him because we can't even breathe unless he gives us the breath to breathe with. Yeah. You know, and then when we are such type A's like you are, I am. We, you know, we tend to think that, that, you know, that we're the ones that are accomplishing all these things. And, you know, we need perspective all the time. And I always say, Lord, just show me today. It's not one of my favorite scriptures. It says, show me your ways, Lord, and teach me your, your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are, you're, you're, you're my hope. You are, you're my shelter. You're my fortress. You're, you're all those things. And uh, it doesn't have to be a, you know, a, a pretty prayer. Just to help me, Jesus, help me, God. Or God, I don't even know if I believe in you, but if you're there, show me. Mm. God loves prayers like that. You know, Jesus, I'm, re- I'm watching that series, The Chosen. I've, I've been so busy this past couple of years. I haven't had a chance to, and I wanted to sort of binge on it. And I'm just loving it so much. What's it about? It's about, it's called The Chosen. And it's uh, from, a friend of mine did the music, Dan Hazeltine, from uh, a group called The um, the jars of clay, and um, it's it's just the story of how uh, Jesus chose the disciples. It's all the stories of the disciples and how they went on to then change the world. So you get, and it's it's dramatized and stuff, but there's a lot of good solid scripture in it. And they shot a lot of it uh, at the village called Capernaum Village outside of Fort Worth, Texas, of all places. <laughs> That's where I shot a lot of my new movie, The Way, because I couldn't get to Israel this trip. Uh, to to shoot because of COVID, so um, anyway, I'm just I was, I'm very touched by it. I think it'll bless people, and and it's free. You can just you can download it. So people, if you still have a a way to if you still have a phone, I've been watching it on my phone. Yeah, 
and uh, it's it's a blessing. There are things out there that you can, you know, feed your soul with. Honestly, I am so aware of what goes in is what comes out of us. You know, if you're spending your life watching porn, you're going to have a pornographic life. Mm -hmm. If you're spending your life eating nothing but junk food, your life is going to become junk food. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why Jesus said, think on these things, or Paul did. Think on what is good and noble and, and, and praiseworthy and kind. Don't think even the negative thoughts. Again, they take root. They take root. But you know what else does? And you learn this when you study in the books where I've studied with these. Jesus said, if you just have the faith of a mustard seed, right? The mustard seed is the smallest seed in all of botany. It's smaller than a piece of pepper by far, a tiny, tiny speck of pepper. This this seed, he said, but it's the most feared, the most feared um, uh, plant in all of Israel back in uh, the day. They have ways to control things now. But back then, they, um, the, the, it can't be killed. It can't be stomped out. All those fields, if you look at Israel, those fields of fields of yellow, 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 yellow for acre and acre and acre, that's the mustard seed. Wow. And Jesus said that, that, that's, the, that's the kingdom of God. It can't be stomped out. It can't be destroyed. Let that take root in your life, and nothing will be able to stomp it out in your heart. Be the mustard seed. Be the mustard seed. And then share it with people that, that need it. Oh. You know, they have a malignancy of their soul. We all do in one way or another. We may not be on chemotherapy. We may, we may not be on IVs or, or in a hospital or hooked up to a kidney machine or anything like that. But we all have malignancies in our, in our, in our souls. Mm. Tell me about your book and where can we get it? And what- oh, it's available everywhere. And thank you, everybody. It was instantly on a New York Times bestseller. So I praise God for that. All of the money I make goes right back to making these films and that I do in Israel and all around the world, trying to sh- share the gospel. Gospel means good news. Mm-hmm. Gospel that God loves you and has a plan for your life and a purpose for you. You know, a lot of people, especially as they age. Uh, the worst thing that can happen to them is is not that they're older. It's that nobody needs them anymore, you know? Well, as long as you have a pulse, you have a purpose. That's right. You have a purpose. And just uh, so I, I, I um, the DVD of The Way is available, and I think that will bless. They, Gaither Music, all the music from the, from the film is on Gaither Music. You can go to gaithermusic.com. But... Um, Gaither is one of the few organizations that still makes DVDs. And I, I said, why are they doing that? He said, because the elderly, yes, the elderly still, it's one of their favorite ways. My mom used to watch her Hallmark movies on her DVD. Yes. You know, before she passed. And, and, and elderly people don't particularly like new technology. I'm one of them and I, and I, I don't either, but I don't have a DVD player anymore, but, uh, but a lot of them do. So yeah. they make them specifically for, for the elderly. And that, you know, that makes me cry. Little things like that. They're thinking of people. Now, of course, they're, 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 they're in business, but th- there are a lot of elderly people out there. That's, yes. smart, that's a smart business proposition. It really you know? is. Yeah. So it's available on DVD. It's going to be uh, streaming very soon on a lot of the uh, platforms. Now they're, they're waiting to sell the DVDs now, and then it'll start showing up on all the platforms. But in the meantime, um, you can listen to the music. The music is, uh, I, I really do believe, uh, it's its powerful. I wrote with some of the greatest composers in the world today, and um, I just feel 
blessed beyond words that I get to I get to stand there in front of the the Nashville Symphony Orchestra, sixty five of those players, and they they're playing our music, oh. and I'm I'm, stand, I'm on a top of a mountain someplace in this world, and one of the greatest singers in the world is up there singing my song, you know the B, B, the BB Winans of the world, the the the, the Danny Gokies, the Nicole C Mullins, the Kathy Tricolis, they're all. The Larry Gatlins, they're all, I stand here by the Jordan. And, you know, Larry Gatlin's Joshua. Of course he is. Yes, you know? he is. I'm having the time of my life. And oh. for people who say, how are you enjoying retirement? I just laugh. You're not retired. I said, nobody in the Bible ever retired. You're <laughs> going to be frog casting for the rest of your life. You're not going to retire. <laughs> you know, you, we, we, we refire. We do. We refire. And we, and we keep evolving, especially if we have the Holy Spirit in us. Because that's what he does. He says, behold, I make all things new. Mm. And uh, especially after a storm, we need to hang on to just just picture Jesus saying to you, behold, Joshua, behold, Janice, behold, whatever your name is, put your name in there. Behold, Mary, which means watch, behold, watch what I'm doing. I make all things new. Maybe everybody could just say that prayer right now, wherever they're listening. Lord, let me behold you. I need you to make all things new in my life today. Mm. Even the hidden things, Lord. Even the things that I think I've got under control and I don't. Even the things I haven't forgiven. Make all things new in your holy name. And he will. Amen. Thank you for spreading the gospel, my friend. Just just the good news. It's what I do. <laughs> love you very much. I love you, you sweet thing. We'll see you soon. Okay, love you. Thank you, Kathy Lee. Don't you feel like you just went to church after hearing our interview? I needed to hear her words. She's always inspiring and thoughtful. And we'll definitely have her on again. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram. Or you can rate this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. And don't forget to spread the sunshine.